Thank you for listening to this podcast from TheUnheardNerd.com. If you like what you hear, please consider liking, sharing, reviewing, and subscribing on iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcast feed of choice, and help us to keep creating and improving our content. Thank you. Hey, Will here with a little preamble before we start the show proper. This episode of Jump the Shot was recorded live from the convention floor at this October's MCM Comic Con in London. Gotta say a big thank you to MCM for hosting us again this year. What you're going to hear is a series of commentaries and reaction as John and I made our way around the convention floors, taking in the sights and sounds. Uh, you'll also hear some interviews with people from brands that we love and have written about on theunheardnerd.com. So there's the uh, new Escape Hunt, uh, Doctor Who themed Escape Hunt. There's Pozu Shoes, who make uh, ethically manufactured uh, Star Wars shoes, which are hugely popular, uh, as well as um, Hasbro as well, talking about uh, some Puma and Transformers uh, team-up merchandise. So uh, lots to listen to. Uh, We had an awful lot of fun recording this show. We hope you enjoy listening to it. Uh, Apologies for a couple of recycled jokes throughout the day. Um, If you do enjoy this episode, do share, do like, do review wherever you get your podcasts from. If you want to get in touch with us, email us. It's theunheardnerd at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. It's at theunheardnerd or facebook.com forward slash theunheardnerd. Anyway, on to the show, our live episode from MCM Comic Con in London. Enjoy the show. So for the unheardnerd.com, uh, this is Jump the Shark, the pop culture podcast. With me, as always, is John. Hi, guys. And I'm Will. And we are actually on the con floor here at MCM Comic Con London. It's October 2018. And um, they do two cons a year, John. And um, we only ever come to the October one. Why do you think that is? No idea. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's because I have a birthday in May and I can never make it. <laughs> um, so we've got here, it's, um, it's a little bit before um, general uh, entrance for the public, so it's very quiet at the minute. It's going to get batshit crazy in about 10 minutes. Yeah, backstage pass, 10 minutes exclusive access. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so we, um, we're going to try and uh, get around and see a few things before the, uh, the general public come in and fill the place up. Um, what, what, are you, what do you think you're going to look at today? What are you interested in today, John? Anything caught your eye? Uh, yeah, the, uh, the son of Jerry... Uh, oh, I forgot his name. Anderson. Anderson. Jerry Anderson. <laughs> Anderson. <laughs> the guy yeah. from T- Thunderbirds. Yeah, the guy who made that Thunderbirds program. Uh, his son is making a, uh, a new uh, puppet show called Firestorm, which did in that. And also we're going to see a, a sneak preview of a bit of uh, Mortal Engines. Well, we think so. There's a panel. Um, I think there'll be some, some sneak preview, but um, that's right over the other end of the... Of the, of the con floor, so okay, we're going to have to... It's in the cinema truck, The apparently. cinema truck. We're not entirely sure what the cinema truck is, but we're going to go and have a look. And um, uh, throughout the day, I'm going to try and talk to some people here at the con, find out what's going on, and even try to grab some of the organisers and um, chat with them as well. So um, for now, we're going to take to the floor. Indeed. See you guys later. All right, well, our first failure of the day, about two minutes after we've recorded the introduction, is we have not got into the Mortal Engines screening. Two minutes late. The, um, the travelling cinema truck is literally a travelling cinema truck, and it doesn't hold very many people. So we got here about one minute past ten, before yeah. the fucking doors were open, and um, 
Can't get in. It's too, too busy. Too busy. I've come back at like quarter to three by looks of it. Yeah, there's another screening at three o'clock. Uh, that's, yeah, three o'clock for Mortal Engines. I, I wonder how, what, what chances, I think they probably sold tickets for Overlord. They're showing the entire film. That's right, yeah. Over World War II Nazi horror film. So I think they've, they've sold tickets in advance of that, so oh, okay. I imagine that's going to be full. We won't get into that. Um, in the, on the other hand, opposite the, um, opposite the move-in cinema truck, there's a fucking huge queue to meet Frank Miller. Uh, Frank Miller being um, well known for it's, it's the Sin City series of comics. Uh, yeah, it's a ba Dark Knight, Batman. Dark Knight and... Um, 300. Yeah, so, so some very seminal comics. And the queue's very big. Um, I think we might just sneak past and take a sneaky photo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, is he not... Are people literally queuing for nothing? Yeah, they're literally queuing at an empty desk. Oh, waiting wow. for their hero. Well, I mean, he is a legendary comic is, creator. Yeah. Um, I feel a bit sorry for Chris, Cle Chris Claremont, who's just a couple down. He's got maybe um, a third of the number of people waiting. <laughs> and then John Romita Jr., uh, who's got about six people <laughs> waiting for him. Silly days. The doors ain't just opening. Sure, yeah. pick up. It is. I mean, actually, I, I don't know. Last year when we were here and they opened the doors at 10, it suddenly felt suffocating. And um, that hasn't happened yet, so no. I don't know. I mean, it is half term here. Maybe it won't be as busy with people being away. That's right. Stay home. Look after your kids. We want the space. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, it's quite pleasant though. But we might just be on the opposite side to the doors, <laughs> and everyone's just piling in. And yeah, there's a tidal wave of yeah. fandom coming towards like us. Comic Con tsunami. <laughs> um, I can see Spider Man <laughs> hanging from the ceiling. Can you see oh, Spider Man? An official one. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> fuckloads of. I mean, let's address that, John. Um, in, in terms of cosplay, what are you expecting to see a lot of this year? Oh god, uh, I expect there'll be tons of anime around here that I won't recognise. Yeah, I mean, we, there's loads of stuff we've already seen, we don't but know I mean, what it is. We're already starting to see Marvel superheroes. A lot of, quite a lot of Attack on Titan I've noticed already. I mean, the, the main one usually is Harley Quinn, but I don't think Harley Quinn will see so much of this year. I'm expecting to see no. a lot of Doctor Who. Oh yeah, New Doctor, maybe some female cosplayers turning up as the New Doctor. And uh, over on the opposite side of the convention centre, because we literally everything we want to see will be the opposite side of the convention centre. <laughs> um, they do have the TARDIS from uh, Doctor Who, actually from the series. It was used in the series. The actual prop one. The actual. Why are we standing here talking? <laughs> <laughs> so um, okay, maybe we should head over there, uh, have a look at that, and um, and that's that's uh, there's some sort of escape room. But I want to try and interview someone there, find out a little bit more about that. Cool. Yes, yeah, find out some deals. So I'm here with Claire uh, from Escape Hunt, and I'm very excited at MECM this year. We've got a Doctor Who uh, sort of escape room thing, Claire. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, um, Escape Hunt are very excited to be working with BBC Studios to launch official Doctor Who escape rooms around the country next year. Um, and uh, we have brought a world-exclusive taster experience, which we're calling the Escape Cube uh, for Worlds Collide, which is the name of our game. Um, to Comic-Con. Um, it's kind of five-minute taster experience um, that people can come in and test themselves against the clock to see if they've got what it takes to save the universe. Uh, it's very exciting. I brought my daughters yesterday and we took part and um, they're 11 and 8 and my 11-year-old has, has just discovered Doctor Who for the first time. Um, so she's very, very enthusiastic. Um, she cracked a smile, which is unusual from her because she's becoming a teenager. And um, But we got to see the TARDIS as well and the TARDIS here is actually one from the TV series, is that right? Um, I believe it is. I mean, I'm only looking after the escape cube, but I'm told 
the TARDIS is the TARDIS from the TV show, and I was really excited to see it as well. So for those that don't attend, um, just a little rundown. You go into a room, um, there's uh, puzzles to be solved, and, um, and, and you have some assistance from the Doctor remotely, and an assistant in the cube as well. Uh, yes, so um, our full escape rooms last an hour, and they're, all, they're fully immersive environments, full of puzzles. Um, we not just do the Doctor Who rooms, although we're really excited about those, but all different um, environments. Um, and this cube is a, we've got some very, very, um, very talented games masters who will guide you through the puzzles um, in character. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just a sample of the type of puzzles that will be in the room. Um, we really have kind of, there's all sorts of surprises in there. And yes, it, when it comes to the full Doctor Who rooms, there may be some, you know, some special um, guest, um, I don't want to say appearances, but there's definitely um, some things that fans of the show will enjoy. So recognisable characters, we think. I well, don't want to promise anything, but um, yeah, we think if you're a fan of the TV show, then there'll be lots for you to enjoy in the room. And some of the technical bits, uh, what age range does this appeal to? Uh, well, we know that Doctor Who's um, fan base is all generations, so we're aiming for a room that all generations can enjoy. So something for everyone, from um, kind of the younger sort of families to real um, escape room geeks that want a really challenging puzzle. Um, there's something for everyone. Great. And lastly, where can people find more information online? Um, if you head to escapehunt.com um, for information on all of our rooms or escapehunt.com forward slash Doctor Who um, and sign up to the mailing list to be the first to hear when tickets go on sale. And also if you head to our Facebook page, um, Escape Hunt UK um, at Facebook, we've currently got a competition running where if you like the picture of our booth at Comic-Con, then um, you will be entered into a chance to be one of the first to play the doc full Doctor Who room when it launches. Perfect. Claire, thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, we're in a noisy part of the uh, con floor now. And, um, John, we are queuing at the minute. We are. At the uh, sort of Warner Brothers DC area here on the con floor. And um, to have our picture taken with... Uh, apparently an actual trident from Aquaman. Apparently so, yes. A fiberglass trident actually used in the movie. This is what we're told. And uh, we've got uh, a free bag and a badge as well. And we've been moved on. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. Say hello. Say hello. Hello. I'm very sorry. I just asked him to move on. I apologise. It's one of the very lovely people who are working here. Um, who insists that I, I get as close to the gentleman in front of me as possible. I don't know how he feels about that, but he looks quite, <laughs> looks quite nice. How are you doing, sir? Are you enjoying the con? Yes, I am. Do you mind being recorded? Not really. <laughs> Great. It's for a podcast that no one listens to, so don't worry. No one will ever know. There you go. How are you enjoying the con today? The second day, I'm enjoying it still. <laughs> yeah. And what are your highlights today? What do you want to see? Uh, I think I have to see Overlord when it's... Uh... Uh, have you got tickets? No. <laughs> I don't think you'll be seeing it. <laughs> we uh, we tried to go to the Mortal Engines thing two minutes after, and it was it was already full. Um, I think they sold tickets in advance, didn't they, for Overlords? Yeah. No idea then. <laughs> I think fuck it, we should raid it and just just get in. We'll break in. Are you with us? Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. Very non-committal. I think he's in. I see the look in his eye, John. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. 
Right, so we have wandered into the gaming section, which is a bit of a mystery to me because gaming stopped for me in around 1990-something. Um, but we are by the Nintendo area. Nintendo-orientated. And the game of the con seems to be Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. And the queue is freaking long. I mean, I've just noticed, Joe, have you seen, do you see that sign? The sign there. If you're queuing here, it's a two-hour wait. There are people queuing there, two hours to play Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, it looks like, and Pikachu. Yeah, it's two different versions. I mean, the, the game comes out next month. Like, actually, like, in a few days. I, I think, yeah, I don't understand why people need to play it that early. Obviously, huge Pokemon fans, so they get the half spine in this game, and she's getting the Pokemon Ball controller, which is completely optional, but she's still buying it. <laughs> and then you'll never see her again? No, no, she'll probably be locked away on the Switch, capturing all the Pokemons. I think one of the big things about it, I think this game actually links with your actual Pokemon Go account. It so does, yeah. So that they, the two of them interact with each other, and I don't know if everything you've captured then appears in the game. I, I've no idea, I'm not really into Pokemon myself. It's all second-hand knowledge from the misses. No, you're right, they've been doing a... Um, a a kind of clever marketing campaign where they introduced a new uh, never before seen Pokemon into Pokemon Go and everyone was trying to catch it but every time you catch it it turns into something else Okay. which is immensely frustrating but they're, <laughs> they're putting these videos along and, and like the research into this character it's like the Mel Meltan I think it's called Okay. and um and clearly it's, uh, it's something to do with like if you catch enough Meltan it evolves into something else but you have to transfer it to Pokemon Let's Go on the Switch so it's all very clever marketing and clearly it's working because people literally queue in two hours to play this game it's crazy it's crazy two hours to play essentially a demo yeah I mean if they're, if they're this touch of diehard fans as you said the game's out in a few weeks yeah so um, let's join the queue then John yeah uh, oh no what's that over there <laughs> So something here has caught our eye. We're still in the gaming section at Comic-Con, and we've come across Beyond Blue, which appears to be uh, a game uh, in association with BBC Studios, where you uh, dress up as David Attenborough and swim underwater around exploring uh, the underwater and finding fish and stuff. Um, it looks really nice. I've no idea what it's about. What do you think, John? Uh, maybe like maybe it's Echo the Dolphin 3? Echo the Dolphin 3. Could be Echo the Dolphin 3. We've got... So, hey, hi. Hi there. Uh, my name's Will. at unheardnerd.com. This is a podcast called, podcast called Jump the Shark. Um, so what's your name? Michael. Michael. W why are you looking at Beyond Blue? What's caught your eye here? So there was a game quite a few years ago on the Wii called Endless Ocean, ah. which was very similar to this. Okay. And both me and my friends were big big uh, fans of it and so we walked past and we're affinity with uh, with basically swimming around in the sea. Is this your friend or a stranger? Yes. Hello friends, what's your name? Hi, I'm Andy. Hello Andy. Um, so this is a podcast um, that no one listens to so don't worry, no one's ever going to hear this. Um, but yeah. <laughs> We've got at least six listeners. I listen, you listen, yeah. my mum, um, my dad. It's called Jump the Shark and uh, you can find it on, um, uh, on iTunes, on Stitcher, Google Google uh, Podcast, whatever, you'll find it anywhere. Um, search for The Unheard Nerd, and that's, that's our podcast channel. Um, but yeah, we were just walking past, and we saw this. Um, we're trying to record a podcast live on the con floor. It's difficult, actually, because I get distracted by everything. Um, but we saw this, and, and of all the games here, you've got um, Pokemon Let's Go, Eevee, and Pikachu. Have you seen that? Yes. Yeah. People queue in two hours to play that. Would you queue? Probably not that long. Nah, fuck that. And um, um, you know, Smash Brothers, Splatoon, there's all this stuff. But actually, this is a nice calm oasis in, in the gaming section. I've just been drawn.
drawn here because I'm a bit scared by everything else. It looks quite gentle. But anyway, we're going to move on. Thanks, guys. Good to meet you. Good to meet you. Cheers. John. Yes, Will. How do you feel about fucking great big swords at Comic-Con? Not too sharp, it's a bit of a worry. I mean, there's a store here selling samurai swords. Yeah. And, um, and lightsabers. Light, I mean, lightsabers is fine, but they're actually proper fucking swords there. And I'm, I don't know, I wonder if you're allowed to buy them but not take them around the con. I don't know. Pick them up later or send them to you, sort of thing. Maybe, but I find it really weird that they sell weapons at Comic Con. There's ID checks going on. I mean, I know this isn't America, but. You know, eventually someone's going to go nuts and kill people. Oh, That's a nice uh, positive thought for the con. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's move away from there. So I'm here with Sasha, and we've made our way to your corner of Comic-Con. Um, this is the Pozu stand, and Pozu are ethically made shoes, is that correct? Yes, it is. Um, we have come here with our Star Wars collection. It's an official collection with Disney, and we've brought lots of sneakers with us and a couple of our cosplay boots as well. So um, some of our best sellers, like our Ray boots are here, um, as well as our sort of new Rebel Combat boots, um, which we launched um, in the last month. Plus um, our pork shoes, which are adorable, um, and we make some brushes in Portugal, some in Sri Lanka, um, and we use materials like organic cotton, uh, fair trade rubber. We've got cork, um, Pinatex, which, if you're vegan, it's a leather alternative made from pineapple leaf. Oh wow! Yeah, quite unusual. Um, and lots of our shoes have. Um, this coconut fiber padding on the inside, so they're really good. So these are like the memory foam mattress inner soles, is that right? Yeah, but uh, from made from natural materials. They are the comfiest shoes to wear at Comic Con events when you're standing up all day. All day. Yeah. yeah what else do you want to wear? Are you wearing up? some? You are wearing some. Yeah, I'm wearing the, um, the new Rebel Combats, so they've got a zip at the side. Okay. It's perfect when you're late for work. These are the shoes to wear. Yeah. And what's been the best seller this weekend? Ooh, um, the Ray Boots. Ray Boots. The classic. Yeah. Wow. And uh, and you've got the poor ones here, but I can't see the Millennium Falcon ones. Have you got those? No, not with Stay. No, they're online though. Yeah. So where will people find them online? Uh, it's www.posu.com and that's spelled P-O-Z-U.com. Brilliant. Tasha, thank you very much for your time. No problem. Thank you so much. Thanks. Um, Okay, we're on the Hasbro uh, stool stands. What do you call it? Lot stool stands. I'm not sure what it stands. And I'm with Nicole from Hasbro. How are you doing, Nicole? Uh, hey, good. Thanks. We're here at the Hasbro stand here at MCM Comic Con, and uh, we're showing uh, the Puma Transformers line for the first time. So this is a collaboration uh, with Puma for a Transformers theme collection. So we'll be launching November 22nd um, exclusively at Foot Locker stores and Puma.com in Europe, and then later this year in the U.S. And it'll include um, sneakers that are colored uh, Bumblebee, uh, so yellow for Bumblebee, and uh, blue and red for Optimus Prime. Um, the sneakers have Puma's RS technology um, with um, and the Transformers Autobot logo. Um, there's also other cool apparel um, with the colors and the Transformers logos that fans can get as well for adults and kids. Perfect. So that's brilliant. I mean, that's all the information all we need the information. there. So uh, these are based. Uh, they're sort of a reissue of the original Puma running system, I think, or sort Correct. of very much uh, based on the original running system from Puma. And um, and we're looking at them. The Bumblebee ones really stand out. You've got the yellow, red, and grey trim. And um, as we're talking, Bumblebee's actually just walking around the stand. Yeah, he's taking photos with fans and uh, getting everyone excited for the film launch later this year. Yeah. It uh, hits theaters December twenty. 
26th um, in the UK, um, December 21st in the US, um, and all over the globe. Um, we're really excited about it. Uh, it's a very heartfelt story. Um, takes place in the 80s, and uh, fans of Bumblebee and trans Transformers fans in general are going to really love it. Yeah, and a bit of a return to the original Transformers I had as a child, so I'm pleased about that. Exactly. Um, no price point on the trainers at the moment. I don't have the price point on that, but um, check out Puma.com and Foot Locker, and they, they'll have all the information. Great, perfect. Nicole, thank you very yeah. much. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you. So high drama here at Comic-Con, um, there's a guy from Newham Council playing Pokemon Go <laughs> and seems to be seizing all of the, uh, all the products off of one of the stalls here and uh, I don't really, don't really know why. But interesting that that guy is actually playing Pokemon Go on his phone. Yeah, he really was. Yeah. So uh, there's, I don't know what's going on. There's one guy. There's lots of um, lots of shelves, and they're taking off. They're like pixel buddy things, or yeah, something? Small, some kind of small micro malformed plastic figures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, they are all being taken away. Um, in a in a clear bag. This is high drama, high drama, John. I'm excited. I don't know what's going on. That's exciting for the uh, place so far. John. Hi. Hello. We're in the uh, center stage now. Center stage, center yeah, stage, stage Comic Con. And we're about to watch what? Uh, the son of Jerry Anderson has created a new show called Firestorm. And the son of Jerry Anderson is uh, the son of the creator of Thunderbirds. That's right, And yeah. Stingray. And, and 50XL5, Space Precinct. Yeah. Stuff. Quite a few things. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, we're just waiting for people to come out. Um, it's quite busy. Seems quite a popular panel. It's quite popular. I mean, you think, you know, something new from the Thunderbirds style, people, you know, wouldn't think this many people would be interested. I honestly thought this would be a much quieter event. They, they've done quite a lot with their PR recently. I don't know if you follow them on social media or anything like that, but there's been a real like resurgence. Um, they've, they've done a lot with their um, sort of social media awareness and exposure recently. Um, saying that, I knew nothing about this. So. No, I, I, I accidentally stumbled across it a few days ago, if I remember rightly. I think it might even be something that was crowdfunded, I'm not sure. Mm. We'll find out, I'll speak very shortly. I guess we will. So, yeah, we're just waiting for uh, Jerry Jr., <laughs> as I like to call him, to come out. We will give him a real name. <laughs> as he, as, as, he's not actually called Jerry. I, I just keep calling him Jerry Anderson's son, I can't remember his, his actual name. Ah. Okay, we'll find out what his name is. Probably last name Anderson. Yes. <laughs> Would have thought. You never know though. Never know though. Okay, we're, we're waiting, we're waiting. And we're listening to Pink Floyd. John, well, we've just seen a mini episode of Firestorm. Indeed. What do you think? I was very impressed. It's like Thunderbirds Plus. <laughs> it is like it's modern day, m m not Muppets. <laughs> That's no, what the woman we, said at the intro. Called Muppets, they're not Muppets at all, they're, they're puppets. They're ultra marionation, they're calling it. Yeah. So it's, uh, we, we discovered it's um, Jerry Anderson's son's got a name, it's Jamie. It's called Jamie, yeah. <laughs> Jamie Anderson. It's not that original, but um, yeah. <laughs> I'll have a word with his mum. Yeah, yeah. Sylvia. Um, but yeah, all, all in all, very positive. It's, um, I mean, it's quite um, kind of in keeping with the, with 
you know, traditional Thunderbird style, but as you say, sort of brought into a bit of a more modern age, more um, articulation in the face, and um, and no strings, no, no strings, strings attached. No strings it takes about what is it, one, one, two, three, was it four people to control one person? Yeah, quite amazing. I think so. I mean, it was only a very, very small teaser that we saw, but um, I think that's what the Kickstarter paid for, but basically, wasn't it? It's a, uh, a small teaser, maybe to get people interested in what can be done. Yeah. So expecting to see that on ITV2 uh, some point in uh, in next five years. Yeah. <laughs> what they usually do? Well, they did the last Thunderbirds reboot from Weta. They put it on Saturday tea time. They're always something you'd watch regularly with the kids. And after the first episode, it's relegated to it's like eight o'clock in the morning on a Sunday or something on the children's channel. It's like. Well done, ITV. Okay, so now we're in a, in a queue, a big queue, to try and see a little bit of, uh, what's it called, Mortal Engines. And we're at the travelling cinema for, for uh, take two, trying to get in. <laughs> second time we're going to try and get into this. This is our second and last chance. Quite frankly, if we don't get in this time, I'm kicking off. I'm going to storm the fucking cinema. Or let the tyres down, one or the other. I don't know. Well, if we can't see it, fuck you. <laughs> Alright, cool. We'll see how we get on. Yeah. See you later. John, Will, we've just seen the first 25 minutes of Mortal Engines. Unbelievably, yes. We, um, having not got in at the 10 o'clock um, screening, we were literally plus one extra person <laughs> in the screening. I, you got your own special seat at the back, didn't you? I think because they'd put our phones in the same bag, they couldn't yes. turn me away. <laughs> so we had to, uh, we had to, we we, fired, we got over to the um, the incredible moving cinema, and we queued up, and the head count suggested that we would get in. Yeah, quite it's, uh, quite easily, wasn't it? Apparently, it was at least another maybe five, six, seven people behind us who were going to get in easily. That's what we thought, and then um, I think maybe people had gone to the toilet and come back and joined the queue ahead of us. Oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. And um, we were, li I was lit. You know, we we were literally the last two people literally, yeah. in. Um, I literally had the last physical cinema seat. And I was stood there going, well, what about me? <laughs> Whose lap can I sit on? And so they brought me a fold-up plastic chair so that I didn't have to leave. Um, but we saw, yeah, brilliant. We saw the first 25 minutes. I can't, of, I can't believe it's 25 minutes because it just flew by. A lot of action, straight into it. Oh, lots of action, yeah. Very, very close to the book as well, which I enjoyed. Um, and some unexpected minion comedy. Uh, yes, we won't spill that for you. We're just for today. Spoilers. Spoilers. Who cares? Um, that was an unexpected joke. I didn't see that coming at all. That was really funny. Yeah. So uh, we feel quite privileged, quite lucky. We've seen. I was expecting like an extended trailer, like five minutes or something. We had a, an introduction from uh, Peter Jackson and um, uh, is it Philippa. I don't know. I can't remember her name. Um, they're the producers. They're, they're, they're producing and writing this movie, and it's a, a personal introduction to Comic Con. Although uh, they said oh, you're seeing this two months ahead of time, there's only one month to go. So there's a lot of Comic Cons around the country. Yes, yes. It's a, a generic message, but still appreciated. Yes. Um, so yeah, cool. Uh, we, we've seen the first 25 minutes, and based on that first 25 minutes, what do you think, John? Is this a recommendation for people to watch? Uh, I'm definitely going to go see it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's different to what I thought. I thought it might. I, I, the premise honestly didn't really appeal to me. Like big, uh, big cities on tracks moving around. Exactly, and like basically eating each other. Yeah. Um, I couldn't really see how it would work, but um, I was sucked in. Quite, quite. Yeah. 25 minutes sucked into it. I wanted to see the rest. I know it's just so annoying when it ends at that point, and I heard the sound. But I thought it was the sound of the next scene, but it's actually the sound of outside. Yeah. And it's like the lights come on. And I was like, oh no, that's it. That's what we're going to see. I, uh, I, left on a cliffhanger as well. Obviously, yeah. I couldn't quite happy. Sat there and watched the whole thing. I was really into it. Okay. 
So uh, mortal engines out soon in uh, December, did they say? I think beginning of December, yeah, December 9th, I think they might have said. Something like that. Um, so, um, yeah, looking forward to that one. Uh, what should we go to now? Uh, I don't know, should we go back to the gaming section? Let's do that. So there we are. That's uh, MCM London Comic Con done for another year. John, we've finished. We're tired. Uh, you're very tired. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's been a it's been a tough one um, on the old feet, on the old back, and uh, at the old age is really kicking in. Forty, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's been a fun day. What's been your highlight of the day? Uh, I think Mortal Engines has really surprised me. Yeah. Especially the fact we saw 25 minutes of it, as we already mentioned. Um, yeah, I, I was really excited about the, um, it was a really small thing, but something I got really excited about was the Puma and um, Transformers collaboration on the Hasbro stand. I really, you know, obviously went on about that a little bit. Tried to steal them, didn't work unfortunately. Yeah, tried try to encourage everybody in the room to turn around and close their eyes and it didn't work. I can't imagine why. But um, yeah, so MCM, it's been fun. You enjoyed it? I've enjoyed it, yeah, it's great fun. Great. Well, um, I hope everything in this recording comes out well for our podcast. Um, if it has come out well, then you've listened to uh, interviews from people from Hasbro, from um, an escape room for Doctor Who, BBC thing, and, um, and all sorts. So, um, yeah, Pozu, Pozu shoes as well. Um, so it's all been um, all very exciting, and now we're freezing, absolutely freezing, because it's freezing outside. Eight degrees was the maximum temperature today, and, uh, and we're just heading back to get I the train. Uh, lucky box thing. <laughs> Didn't we? Lucky box, yeah, yeah. Um, the, or a Funko Pop. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're heading home now. We've got a nice cup of tea, I think. So, uh, yeah, until next time. Thanks, hi, John. <laughs> Thanks for Bye. Bye. Ready for any 20 minute time slot Throw your confetti, I'm rolling heavy on a pride walk Shining light on societal blind spots Call the vice squad, call the night's watch on me I'm a half black rapper, half white walker zombie I know you never heard a tribe one in Rocky But you're gonna wanna have us on your iPod promptly Went against the grain and they portrayed me as a rebel I don't wanna change the game, I wanna play a different level And this beat is so goddamn dope, no joke I almost wish you could've stayed an instrumental I've been following a dream since barely 18 Suckers dare to compare like they're the same thing But if this was just another Airbrain scheme, why am I flyer than an airplane wing? And we jump like we never had to walk on solid ground. And we rock like we don't know how to turn the volume down. And we dance like we never wore a tux or ballroom gown. You'll know when you see us, cause we work like we didn't have an ocean between us. This form I was forged in a furnace And I only want your support when I've earned it So save your money till you're sure I deserve it Until then, download it, torrent and burn it I'm not concerned with Grammys or cloud I'd rather hiss the galaxy and read the salmon of doubt No friends, only fam is the chant that we shout Trying to make the world better and our families proud It's just a matter of time before we get to the top On the rise like Legos and Tetris blocks Stacking real hip-hop, electric pop, Celtic rock And anything else you got Throw it in the melting pot For a mixture of sacred ancient artifacts Blending indie rock guitar and early party raps. Yeah, we're talented, but how do you market that? Just call it Malibu Shark Attack.